Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 20, verses 9 through 18, the parable of the wicked tenants. But to get there, we're going to skip over verses 1 through 8. That is the authority of Jesus' challenge. You can go back to episode 547 if you want to hear a devotion over that text, which is very closely paralleled in Matthew 21, 23 through 27. As for today's text, it also is paralleled in Matthew 21, 33 through 46. And you can hear a devotion on that text in episode 549. Today we're going to cover this text again so that I can focus on a specific section of it that I think has great relevance for us today. So let's start in verse 9. And he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and let it out to tenants and went into another country for a long while. When the time came, he sent a servant to the tenants so that they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another servant. But they also beat and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed, and he sent yet a third. This one also they wounded and cast out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Let us kill him so that the inheritance may be ours. And they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When they heard this, they said, Surely not. But he looked directly at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, and when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. So briefly, and you can get more detail by going back to episode 549, Matthew 21, 33 through 46, this parable is analogous to what has happened to Israel. God, the owner of the vineyard, put it in the charge of the people, the leaders of Israel, but they were unfaithful servants. God sent his prophets to them to try to get them back on the right track, but they abused and killed his prophets, and so God's redemption plan finally culminated in him sending his beloved son Jesus who was killed but even in doing that they're going to play into God's redemptive plan because the stone that the builders rejected the Messiah who was rejected by the people of Israel is going to be the cornerstone of the kingdom of God that's a summary of what this parable is saying now I want to turn our attention toward the very significant flaw that the tenants made in verse 14 their evaluation of the situation their assessment could not have been further off and it was disastrous calculation for them here's what 14 says. But when the tenants saw him, that is the beloved son, they said to themselves, this is the heir, that is the son of the father. Let us kill him so that the inheritance may be ours. Can you identify the mistake they made? They thought that if they got rid of the son, if they got rid of the heir, that the father would just let them inherit the vineyard. But that's crazy, right? Not only is it crazy, but it's what the Jewish leaders were guilty of. They're thinking if we just maintain this religious system that we've built for ourselves, if we just stay on the path we're on and just get rid of this inconvenient Messiah, son of God guy, then the father, the master will have no choice but to give us the inheritance that was going to go to the son. But that's not at all what's going to happen. Jesus asks a rhetorical question in the parable, what will the owner of the vineyard do to these people? The answer, verse 16, he'll come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. So shockingly to these people who are miscalculating how they can get what they want and get rid of the Messiah, no, you're not going to get the inheritance. The inheritance is going to go to others. And by the way, 
Jesus must be thinking, I'm not even going to stay dead, so I'm going to get the inheritance as well, and those who are followers of mine along with me. And that's exactly what happens. Check out what Paul writes in Romans 8, 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. That is, people who trust Christ are children of God, and the Holy Spirit bears witness to that. Verse 17, and if we're children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. So who's going to get the vineyard? Christ, the son who they're going to kill, but who's not going to stay dead. And anyone who is a child of God and a co-heir with Christ. That is, anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ. What does this have to do with today? Well, one thing I thought of was this. There are segments of, I call it quote-unquote Christianity because I don't think it's real Christianity. There are segments of Christianity that are rejecting the Messiah. And they're rejecting the Messiah in many different ways. Sometimes they're rejecting the Messiah because they say, no, this exclusive message of you're only saved by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone is too narrow, and so we reject that. Or they're rejecting the Messiah by rejecting his words in Scripture. No, we only want to believe the things that go along with the way we think the world should work, and we're going to get rid of anything that goes against that. So we're just going to kind of slice and dice and cut and paste Scripture so that it fits what we want it to say, which I've said over and over, sadly, is happening in denominations and seminaries and churches and ministries all over America and around the world. And the idea behind it is a little bit like the idea behind these tenants wanting to get rid of the sun in this parable. Like, if we just get rid of these inconvenient things that we don't like about what the master wants to do with his vineyard, about how we should live or what we should believe, if we just get rid of the stuff that is uncomfortable or that doesn't fit in line with the world's code of ethics, then we're going to get to control how God works in the world or what the kingdom of God looks like. And and it's like, no, no, you're not going to get to control it. You're not going to get the inheritance just by getting rid of the stuff that you don't like. Actually, what's going to happen is you're going to be destroyed. Not just are your ideologies going to be destroyed, but sadly, horrifically, you yourselves, people who reject the Messiah, people who reject the truth of God's word, will be destroyed for eternity. I think it's very interesting that this is also the heart behind Satan's rebellion. Satan was an angel of light who didn't like being under the authority of God, scripture tells us. And so he tried to shed God's authority to become what he thought he should be, not subject to the creator. Thinking, if I just get out from under this authority, I'm going to set up a universe and run things the way I think they should be run. But no, 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 that's not how it goes. God is in charge. He is authoritative, whether people acknowledge it or not. So then, given these things, the only path forward for you, for me, for churches, for ministries, for seminaries and denominations is to embrace the gospel of Jesus Christ, to embrace the truth of God's word, to submit to his authority, to trust Christ, and to serve him all of our days. And by the way, this is also the path to the most abundant, fulfilling, exhilarating life that is available on this planet. Going outside God's design is disaster. Rebelling against his authority leads to pain and heartache and destruction untold. So don't find yourself among those who are trying to figure out ways to usurp or get around or get out from under the authority of God and his word. Rather, willingly submit to it and be glad that he's given us such clear directions for what it takes to live an abundant life. Praise God for his authority. Praise God that we get to work in his vineyard. We don't deserve it, but out of his love and mercy, he's allowed it to happen through faith in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring in 
inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.